Hello and welcome. This is Vanessa Graulich, and today we're going to talk about the math behind finance psychopath. Ah! I know. When we think of psychopaths, we just think of serial killers, right? Like really scary people. And yes, they are. But finance psychopaths, actually, we deal with them. And, you know, I think they have become a little bit more acceptable, according to this article. So let me go ahead and show you how incredible how in this article they took a bunch of business majors and they found a strong relationship between, uh, you know, finance major and basically having psychopath traits. So let me go ahead and just share the article so, uh, you know, we can speak here uh, objectively. So let me just show you. I was at the beginning of this podcast very excited because, I, well, I'm still excited, but I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about psychopaths. And I was thinking about, you know, serial killers and all that. And then I just, uh, I started looking at American Psycho, which is a very famous movie. And then I was like, wait, what about financial psychopath? And then I came up with this incredible article. And basically this is what it is. They went ahead and they took 118 business majors particip participants, right? And they gave them what is called the psychopathic personality inventory test. So once it, what this test does is just, you know, you're, you're going to be asked questions and what they do is they examine your psychopathic personality traits, if you have them, and from there, what you're going to come out, you know, from this test is to see what are your tendencies and their different tendencies and, you know, I'm putting the link of this uh, research, you know, in the description because the, all of the data is in the bottom and it's honestly, whoever likes numbers is just fascinating. But let's just not be technical today. We're just gonna talk about what the results of this study were. The brain of a psychopath versus a non-psychopath, I don't wanna say the word normal because it's psychopath versus non-psychopath, you're going to see that their brain is just different because they, they, they have lack of empathy, they basically are, have antisocial disorders, uh, psychopaths are just basically traits that they're born with, to put it away. I think this is the reason why they say uh, a psychopath is born, but a sociopath is made. And that reminds me, we'll do sociopath in the next podcast. So then what happens? They find that psycho the psychopathy is related to business majors more than others. And this is what they say. Additionally, we find that this result is primarily driven by the secondary trait of, and this is what the psychopath have, Self-centered impulsivity. And self-centered impulsivity, the definition of this, is just basically disregard for social norms and culturally acceptable behaviors. They don't care. They just basically, you know, if they have to make a decision that they feel is uh, financial, rationally, financially uh, well done, they are not going to care about uh, social norms or culturally acceptable behavior. And then they also find that there's a primary trait of rebellious nonconformity, and the definition of this is actively going against established social norms. Therefore, the results show that self-centered impulsivity is negatively related to the presenter's bias, while psychopathy is negatively related to the discounting rate. Overall, we find that these traits might be beneficial to more rational financial decisions yes in fact what the article is explaining here is that why are finance majors 
they say that they're more significantly more narcissistic, narcissistic, I'm sorry, and less fearless than other business majors. And because of that, they tend to have, they tend to be, you know, um, psychopaths, financial psychopaths that attract us to these careers. So then what happens here? Let's start with the introduction just to, uh, to understand where all of this comes from. Now, um, we know that Robert Hare, and this is basically one of the leading researchers in and psychopathic, he actually said, if he wasn't studied psychopath, and they, someone caught it, in prisons, he will do it at the stock exchange. And he just says, additional evidence of the high prevalence of psychopathic in the finance economic professions comes from criminal legal stories of Ponzi schemes. And what the Ponzi scheme does is that he starts collecting the money. He never reinvests the money. And what he does is just basically, you know, grabs the money and then he will just, you know, give those returns to the other client. And then you get like a, snow, a snowball effect that there is a point that everyone wants their money back. And that's when the Ponzi scheme says, oop, I don't have any of your money. I never invested it. We've seen it with an Enron. And they talk about here about um, Enron. And I don't know if you remember Enron, but Enron is a, an American company that basically they defrauded, I mean, so many people destroyed their financial future. And they say here, for example, in Buddy, which I guess this is one of the researchers, claims that many former employees of Enron, including its the CEO, exhibited traits of a stereotypical psychopath. A conclusion consistent with the catastrophic financial actions. Uh, you need to, there's so many documentaries about Enron. When you study finance, they put Enron in your face. You're like, don't do this, <laughs> what they did. So as you can see here that uh, financial psychopath, they, not all of them, but they can, they have a tendency of have a, a very high IQ. They obviously, you know, they have really good communication skills. They're very strategic. They have a strategic thinking. They can be creative. However, um, they also show that they tend to rate poorly in cooperation management skills and overall accomplishments. The present study advances this body of evidence by showing how psychopathic personality traits relate to financial decision making. Now, remember, there are two traits in this study that they were able to see self-centered impulsivity and the rebellious nonconformity that that basically what is what makes uh you know is what makes the financial psychopath to be better in doing what is called financial to remember is that ceos and any finance major the main purpose is to do what maximization of the company uh, shareholders wealth right you need to make sure that everyone is happy your job is to make sure that these companies all this time dividends, stocks, the stock price is good. So it's not like it's a really easy job. Everyone wants to, you know, see their stock go up and, you know, make money and be happy. But if you're the CEO of a $30 million company, you're going to have a lot of stress. You're going to have high levels of, of, you know, imagine just basically no, no making the right moves and then, you know, people just lose money. If you're a psychopath, you will be like, oh, too bad. If you are, if you are a non-psychopath, you might feel like, oh, wow, maybe I shouldn't make, you know, this decision because people are going to be affected by that. 
So um, what happens with um, the psychopath? So let me find out here what it says here. Okay. Uh, when they say here, it says, finance majors display different fundamental traits than other business majors because business finance majors are working more with a self-interest model. Well, of course, if you're an economist and you have to go by the wealth of nations, all what you're going to go is by rationally what, you know, you have limited resources and you have to maximize those resources. And if you ask the question of how do we distribute food to someone that does sociology, the answer is going to be completely different than if you ask the same question to someone that is in finance or in economics. Most likely the, economic, the economics person is just going to be like, we need to figure out what is the best outcome that is going to, you know, produce the best resources and the whole thing. The sociologists are going to be more into they're going to be more into like, you know, we need to make sure that everyone is protected. We need to make sure that society is doing well. So as you can see here, it's not like economics are bad people. It's just basically the way that, you know, you're, you, you have to think because that's what economics is, right? Try to figure it out how to do the best with limited resources. So they say here that there are two hypotheses that might explain the prevalence of antisocial-like behavior in economics. And when we say economics, you can also say their own finance major. First of all, the learning hypothesis, and two, the self-selection hypothesis. So what happens? The learning hypothesis states the exposure of the self-interest model of economics makes individuals behave in a more antisocial manner during financial decision-making. Now, um, the self-selection hypothesis, which is the second one, um, it says that it says that individuals with a natural tendency to behave in antisocial ways are more likely to pursue careers in finance and economics. When they did the study here, they they you know of the brain structure, and this is what we were showing. Uh, uh, the results provide a biological explanation as to why psychopaths have been differently from non-psychopaths when, when making social decisions and why we expect to find that psychopathic traits will be related to financial decision-making. They don't have empathy. They, don't, they have a lack of empathy. They're just going to be impulsive. These are people that need to make decisions fast, right? So, and again, they just don't care. So it, there is a high tendency, you know, as we sit here, that if you are someone that has psychopathic traits, most likely, and, you know, if you can make it to the financial world, that's basically the type of major you're going to um, find. Now, um, the article, and again, I'm going to leave it in, in the, so you can, you know, take a look at it. It's a very, very good um, article, and it has a lot of data. And you can see here the data. Let me just show you really quick this data. Okay, so this is the article. They had a total of 118 people, 67 females, 51 males. And then look at counting, finance. And then when you go here, look at this. This is the PPI R scores by major. Now, the uh, PPI test, basically what it tests is your traits, right? of being, you know, the psychopathic dimensions. Notice how the finance are much, uh, you know, much higher right here in some of the traits than all their, you know, all their majors. So again, I welcome you, and I'm gonna go ahead and put this on the screen. 
to see this because it's just fascinating. So what do we learn from all this? Well, I'm gonna tell you, I am a finance major and I can understand why this story makes completely sense. When you read The Wealth of Nations, when you are doing you know, finance or like any of this, all you're doing is, again, measuring risk and reward. And your job as a finance person is to basically get $100, for example, for a client, invest at $100, get a positive return, make sure your net present value is positive. So many things and everything always towards increasing the shareholder's wealth. So it's not like you can be, oh, let me think about it. No, you have to be a very rational person. You need to know, um, you need to understand your math skills because with that, you're going to be able to understand the data. And then from the data, you can, you know, do some, uh, make, you know, better decisions. But we can see here that the decision making of a financial psychopath is going to be completely different of a non-psychopath. With this, I'll let you think about it. Um, I want you to read the article. It's extremely helpful to, you know, after, after all of this information to really understand what financial psychopaths are. Not so much like the CEOs or anything like that. You might have someone around you that all of a sudden, you know, a broker, for example, that wants you to invest on stock or something weird. Try to think about it and try to see like, oh, I wonder if this person <laughs> is a psychopath or a non-psychopath. So, you know, we always need to make sure that we're aware of who we give our money to. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you next time.